Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding. Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola, you have a guest list manager wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm -hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Hey, guys. I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies. And we tangent. Right before you guys got on, Josh was saying that he can't get that song out of his head. And Christian's so, like, I literally don't know what you're talking about. How? how? It's all over Tickle. Yes. <laughs> it's about them time. No, I it's don't. so good. It's no, good. Right now, I have our TikTok algorithm uh, on like social justice. TikTok. I know. That's why I <laughs> yes, use my same. personal TikTok because I, I can't be on our TikTok scrolling because it makes me like angry and sad so then I go to my personal TikTok which is nothing but like funny dancing videos funny dog videos yeah. <laughs> funny bird videos and yeah. funny kid videos no ours will just make you the our no I can't for you page will just make you cry I don't want to see it. and angry <laughs> I have a lot of um a lot of uh the abortion rights stuff going on right now yeah. I have a lot of that but also it's mainly cats yeah. and um I'm on buy talk yeah oh yeah Same. yes and um lots of stuff about newborns and labor delivery and yeah. all the things because I'm pregnant and, uh, you yeah know. see I specifically didn't like or like click on any of those because I was just like overwhelmed with all information anyways and I'm like I don't want to see these because Thank I you. feel like I, TikTok's my escape I get people <laughs> yeah. talk, talking to me about newborn stuff everywhere else yeah. I don't want to hear about TikTok. that's true but this since this is my first one I like have no idea what I'm doing and don't know what to expect so yeah. It has Honestly, been. Honestly, that was me too. Fair, <laughs> yeah. Because mine was ten years apart, so I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> That's fair. I feel yeah. so much taller than you right now. Well, you're on a pillow. So, oh, I, I thought get... you were too. No, I was. All right, I'm gonna get back on my pillow. <laughs> 
What's up, everyone? Hello. We oh, have a special hi. guest, everyone. Yay. Hey, it's me. Erica's I'm, here from the Judges. I'm here. Sup? Can I gang? tell you, I, I don't know if I saw you on TikTok first or if I saw you tagged us in a story. That's what I saw first. Because it was when you did the episode where you mentioned us <laughs> and you said that like you were the t- in the top three with us of people's favorite podcasts mm-hmm. and I was like do these people hate us <laughs> I couldn't tell yeah. at first same we watched it I was like I don't know if they like us <laughs> no I love you guys no I'm I'm trying really hard not to fangirl so I hope I'm not being weird <laughs> No, literally before this episode, I was talking to Christian and Josh. I'm like, I am so nervous. What if they hate me? Like, (laughs) I feel like we're going to be such good friends, but what if I screw it up and I'm so nervous. I just walk off. I'm like, bye. (laughs) What if we were absolute dicks? Like what big fakers you are on your episodes. Oh no, I'd be so sad. (laughs) No, we love you. We get a lot of people too, that tell us they come they came to us from the judges podcast. There's a lot of overlap. There is. I feel like, I feel like I already know you. I think people are going to be really excited that you're on here. Yeah, I do too. You've been highly requested. The amount of mentions that I got when you guys said, Erica, come be on our podcast. I (laughs) hadn't listened to that episode yet. And I just got flooded with notifications. Everyone was like, ladies and tangents mentioned you. And I was like, oh no, what'd they say? Do they hate me? No. And then I listened to it and I was like, oh hell yeah. But it was also super <laughs> weird, like hearing my own name and like being referenced in a podcast that I listened to. And I was like, oh, this is weird and cool. How do I feel about this? I don't know. Isn't it strange that like out of body experience, you do yeah. have that platform as well. But like when you're on the receiving end of it, you're like, oh my God, oh my God, that's me. I guess. Oh God, oh yes, <laughs> for that's real. It. Yep. So I have a question. How mm-hmm. did you three, because you do it with your husband and our best friend, know? Josh. Okay. okay. Yeah. So how did you guys get started? Um, <laughs> so Josh was dating a person who is not who he's dating right now. Thank God. I thought you were like, and... who's no longer with us. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, like, technically <laughs> she's alive, but she's just not with us. She's not with us anymore. Right. Um, so she wanted to do a podcast with him. They were going to do one together. And in my mind, I was like, mm, okay, but whatever they do them. And then they broke up. So Josh bought all this equipment to do this podcast and then they broke up and what luck for you. Right? <laughs> it was right at the start of the pandemic. So you like, couldn't really return things. Yeah. So then Josh, was I like, don't well, return things anyway. Neither. I'm like, I yeah, guess I just have this now <laughs> for real, uh, especially online stuff. Like oh, it's such a hassle. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was like, well, I still like really want to do this. So then it was just going to be Josh and Christian doing it. And I was going to play the Sims. Like I was, I literally <laughs> brought my laptop over. I was like, All right, I'm going to hang out in the other room and play the Sims while you guys do whatever it is you're going to do. And they're like, well, just come in here and we'll hang out and see how it feels. And I was like, okay, whatever. And now I'm the best part of the podcast. So <laughs> I was going to say, you bring a, you bring something to it, that, a uterus. Yeah. You bring yes. a uterus to it. And it's because my needed, here's the thing about is us needed. is I don't want to be mean. <laughs> I was going to say, if it's two yeah. guys, we're not going to listen to it. Yeah, for sure. Be, just like as a, as someone who like is observing before I even like click on it, if mm-hmm. I just see it's two white guys, I'm like, absolutely no, no, no I cannot do that. I just so, hear enough white guys talking in my life all the time. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> like I just need and to know that like you were a part of it as well. I'm like, okay, so it's two guys who also avow 
have have value who also <laughs> value a female perspective yeah and like you are an equal part of it and yeah so I'm like okay 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 I give this a shot <laughs> yes so, I will listen so to the one male- where they talk about us <laughs> we're gonna get so many male <laughs> podcasts podcasters pissed now I mean, well, that's I fine we don't care thank you all right good good I gotta get there I gotta get there how did you guys land on like what you wanted to talk about are you guys big redditors Josh and Christian were I hadn't even downloaded the app until honestly like six months into (laughs) us doing the podcast yeah I I didn't even like well plus again it was the beginning of the pandemic my job was is awful and I couldn't get anything done outside of work anyway so Christian and Josh just found stories for me to read and I pretended like I found them. Um, but (laughs) love that. Yeah. Josh and Christian were constantly on Reddit anyway, and would talk about the posts when we were hanging out and they were like, well, let's just do that. Like, okay, well, that's fine. I honestly am just along for the ride. So I think a lot of people respond to that. I think people are obsessed with it and don't Reddit's super intimidating to me. So I feel like people are more likely to listen to someone else talking about it rather than having to dive into it themselves. I've gotten on it before and I'm like, absolutely. No, never mind. Goodbye. (laughs) For sure. We were just on Reddit. Somebody posted our latest TikTok like to Reddit and just like reading. It's so scary on there. I'm just, it really is. (laughs) And then everybody, kind of like you know like with their opinions and I'm like oh my god I read a comment that was like what the fuck is on her face and I'm like (laughs) I had acne and I put zit stickers on my face what do you want me to do I didn't feel like putting makeup on someone said women aren't funny and I was like well a guy wrote what we're reading (laughs) but double down I guess (laughs) okay okay so I have another question I feel like this is just interview Erica time I know I'm fine um, so did you and Christian, like, were you planning to have a, a start a family or did this just kind of like, oh, yeah, Erica's pregnant. Erica's pregnant. Yes, <laughs> I am pregnant. I don't know if you yeah. can see it from the angle that we're in, but how far um, along are you? I am 29 weeks today. <gasps> Exciting. Ooh, that's third trimester, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, home yes. stretch. I'm freaking out about it. Um, but yes, we did plan this. This was a planned pregnancy. Um, and with everything that's like been going on in the world right now, it's really weird to be like reading all of this and listening to all of it and feeling my baby kick at the same time. Yeah. It's it's surreal. And especially like listening to everybody's stories about miscarriages and the things that have gone wrong for them. And I'm sobbing reading your Instagram post the other day about it. And I felt just... so bad. I thought about that. I'm like, because I knew you were coming on and I'm like, I don't I think this was a terrible idea because what if we traumatize her? With these no, no. I, I've I been... tried to pick not so traumatizing. <laughs> that's fair. No, I've, like I said, I'm, that's my side of TikTok that I'm on is mm-hmm. all of these birth stories and all this stuff. So I'm mentally prepared. I think not really, but I've heard the stories. Plus I, my degrees in biomedical science. So oh. I've, I know the things that can happen. Yeah. And I just pretend like I don't. And truly, no matter how much preparation you do, like preparation, there is no way to prepare because you could be the most like prepared for any situation. And then that baby will be like, through you fucking loop. I mean, both my deliveries were totally (laughs) (laughs) fucking different. They were totally, totally different. And I felt so prepared going into both of them mm-hmm. 
but like for different reasons like the first time it was blind ignorance (laughs) and then the second time I was like I've been here done this let's go and then fucking he just (laughs) he kicked his way into the world yeah but it's like surprise shot a (laughs) yeah (laughs) so you won't be traumatized is what you're saying oh I'll still probably be traumatized okay because I overthink everything anyway but like I'm I'm terrified I am absolutely terrified to go through labor and delivery. I don't want to do it. Have you tried hypnosis? (laughs) This bitch. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. No, I know. I can give you, I can give you the woman's name. I I downloaded all of her albums and I listened to them when I fell asleep. And then I listened to them for eight hours in labor. I was just like swaying, listening to her, like, you're feeling your baby. your baby breathes life into you and I'm like yes it does (laughs) you're by the ocean now and I'm like I fucking love the ocean I don't know it helped me a lot I listened to like hardcore gangster rap and it kind of did the same thing for me (laughs) all right imagine a hardcore gangster hypnosis (laughs) (laughs) you gonna enjoy this labor bitch (laughs) or something. I don't know. I've never written gangster rap before. <laughs> Not yet. But I it's was on just, the bucket list. <laughs> honestly, channeling DMX. That's what I was thinking. I was gonna bark. <laughs> Great. So, have you received any uh, terrible advice yet, or like gross, unsolicited advice? I don't think so. Well, that's I, good. I'm kind of standoffish to strangers, so they don't Love that. approach me. Um, See, I'm, that's strange to me because normally bellies are like stranger oh magnets. My God. I know he, said he was so like put off, like he was like, this is so weird because towards my last trimester and anywhere we went, especially older women, like older women would be like, <laughs> just staring at me when we went out like heads would turn when we walked like they were trying to suck the youth like oh "Oh my god did you see she's got a huge belly (laughs) i do get a lot of people saying like even fans on some of our tiktok comments are just like i want to touch your belly so bad i'm like oh i don't know you that's so weird don't touch me don't touch me but in general i haven't had any strangers come up to me you know, and do anything weird. Just honestly, the strangest thing. And if my mom listens to this episode, she's probably going to yell at me, but (laughs) my mom was never a toucher. She never was really a hugger. She wasn't, she didn't show physical affection. She Mm -hmm. would tell you that you like, I know she loves me. Right. She told me all the time, but she's not a physical person. And now all of a sudden that I'm pregnant, she's like constantly trying to touch my belly. She wants to put her face next to my belly (laughs) and like talk to him. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> what, what is this? Done to you? Yeah, that truly is a big like. Uh, that's a shock to the system when that you're is. like not used to being touched yeah. by someone, then all of a sudden they're yeah. touching you, and you're like, yeah, like I almost that. not that I would rather have a stranger do it, but like I would almost feel more comfortable with it <laughs> because she's just like that's so not like her. Yeah, <laughs> here we are. I feel there, that. I swear to God, it's like a magnet that's in that uterus that people are like, gotta touch it. It, gotta you know what? Touch it happens with kids too. Cause like when I take my kids to the store now, mm-hmm. people will want to come up and touch them. And I'm like, um, Hey, <laughs> not yours. Dance to yourself. Absolutely not. We're still in a pandemic people. Like you shouldn't be touching anyone. Yeah. But also- in a Ponderosa. <laughs> <laughs> 
And also don't touch them even if we're not. Yes. Yeah. Stranger danger. I, like what the I hell? I try not to take Sawyer into public for that reason. I'm like, no, no, we're going to stay. I, I have a hard time feeling like people who love me want me to touch them, let alone yeah, a right? stranger. I would never feel like putting my body on someone else's body, especially if they don't know me. So uh-huh. like we hugged the other day and I was like, oh, this we feels were like fucking bleh. so wrong. Get off of me. Literally. That's how it feels with my mom. Like, yeah. Yep. I have hugged my mother only a handful of times in like the last 10 years, which is fine because we don't do that. I talk to her every day. I say, I love you multiple times a day. That's not an issue, but like physical touch between us is so weird. And that's awesome. Yeah. Because can you imagine if like when you were pregnant, I was just like rubbing your belly all the time. I think I felt him kick one time. And that was because I grabbed your hand. I was like, yeah, you're not going to believe it. Yes. Well, and there's, I've always felt weird because I could tell that people wanted to, but then I also felt weird because I didn't want to be like, do you want to touch my belly? Okay. (laughs) I felt I could see people like, I felt weird when Shane would like talk to it. Does Christian like address your bump? sometimes very very rarely (laughs) he just walks by like this (laughs) the other day um the baby was kicking while we were recording he's you want me to beat him up i'll fuck that baby up and i was just like no (laughs) you hit my wife (laughs) how dare you no he he doesn't i mean christian's very shy and awkward in general so even with me, sometimes he can be shy and awkward, like he'll touch my belly, but never, he, he hasn't really gotten up close and personal. He so. just like high fives it. Corey didn't <laughs> touch, like caress it or talk to it, but he did like palm it like a basketball and then stick his finger and like <laughs> into my belly button hole because yep. it got so big and he would be like, loop. <laughs> yeah. He Christian, was yes. Christian was has so pointed weird. out that my belly button is disappearing and I <laughs> didn't notice that uh, until he pointed it out and now uh, I'm constantly touching my belly button to see if it's gotten it's even like, more shallow oh my god it is going nothing away. makes me more scared than belly buttons like because if you <laughs> look at it just like dude my can it unravel so thin that I was just like when she would kick there I was like that shit is coming through because that's that was an open hole at one point in time uh-huh. and you're telling me a knot closed it you're telling mm. me that scar tissue is holding my organs in my body? I think not. It's scary. I, don't trust I agree. It. It sounds fake. I think Agreed. babies were supposed to come out of there. They just like <laughs> pull themselves out. Let me just. Let me How just terrifying stop. would that be? Like, it's like an alien shit. Add that to my phobias. Yeah, his baby's not having eyelids and babies coming through belly buttons. That's so scary. Oh. Well, I'm very excited to have you on for our quote unquote Mother's Day special. We started it as the Mother's Day special like two years ago. Right. But um, I always want to say like, we are sending love to anyone who is, who finds themselves in a position of caring for another person, whether you identify as a mother or not. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Happy time. Happy caregiver's day. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. Um, But for this episode, we are going to be sharing birth stories that our okay. listeners sent in. We didn't post it on Instagram. Yeah. We only posted it on Facebook and our Patreon. Well, mostly because I was going to be the one reading them and I have a uh, phobia of blood anyways. <laughs> yeah. So like some of these were tough to get through. Yeah. I don't think I, so trigger warning for anything birth, birth related. related. Yeah. And some of these okay. do have trigger warnings, but um, yeah, I didn't do 
I don't think I did any like really traumatic ones because I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> I know. Listening. I just can't. But there are good stories to be, to be listened to. Be to. <laughs> okay. So that's what we're going to do. Oh my God. I'm already just like, I am anxious it. about it. I'm, what? I don't know. Just, I don't know. Don't worry, babies. I, got I think you. I'm just, I think I'm just <laughs> nervous now that we're traumatizing Erica before she gives birth. This is going to be fine. It's fine. Yours, you're going to have your own traumatic story and it's going to be great. Although one, yeah. Oh, well, I'll tell you when we get to it. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Ready? This one is Jack's she, they pronouns. Okay. Imagine me three days from my due date and the last blizzard of the year comes rolling into town. Nothing was slowing labor. So my spouse, he, him, and I drop our toddler off at a friend's and snail pace it to the hospital. That is like, that was one of my biggest fears. And I was having my baby in October. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was just a like, snowstorm? Yes. I was like, it's going to be a blizzard. Hey, it's the Midwest. Like, <laughs> like anything could happen. You do not know what's going to. So it was scary. I was nervous because. Same with when I had no one. It was the end of February, but mm-hmm. it was actually well, that such makes a like. It was like 70 degrees because it is when Sierra when Sierra was giving birth the first time I was in college still and I had a presentation (laughs) to give that day and I walked up to my teacher and I was like hey can my group go first because and I said my sister I was like my sister is in labor my nephew's being born yes and it's not like a total lie no I feel like we're sisters she stops screams to the entire class let's go people there are babies being born (laughs) she let me go first and then I took off and we went home and Sierra didn't give birth for (laughs) For many many hours 10 hours (laughs) so there was no need to rush counter to what every tv show has ever showed me there's actually not much of a rush nope. did. but i thought okay. there was because i went in and i was six centimeters and everyone's like oh, any moment now and then it, he literally took like 12 more hours to get here it was fucking great thanks no <laughs> <laughs> it was a beautiful experience i loved every second <laughs> okay so wait, wait 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 time out oh yeah i am obsessed with clothes oh yeah it's a problem for me it's a problem for my closet Mm -hmm. okay and that's why i'm so excited to be sharing newly with our audience because newly is a way to try out trendy styles colors silhouettes all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in but are like gonna make your bank cry Mm -hmm. now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back for just 98 dollars a month you get your choice of any six styles each month access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing that's another beautiful thing mm-hmm. because a lot of places may not have options yeah for everyone and this has so much diversity not only in the brands that they offer but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. It's fun, it's sustainable, and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like, or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, I, I don't think that's for me, but there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code tangents 20 just go to n-u-u-l-y.com that's newly with two u's and enter the code tangents 20 and sign up to get 20 dollars off your first month that's n-u-u-l-y.com newly with two u's with code tangents 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes do you think seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them 
or afford them? Try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Honestly, a lot of times you make that appointment at your appointment you already have. I don't know when I'm going to schedule my breakdown. I don't know when I'm going to need to talk to somebody. And with Talkspace, it's so nice because you can send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. Talkspace therapists can help with any specific challenges that you might be facing. And it's the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, so much more. Plus, therapy can help you find the tools to cope in difficult times and just be a guiding light. So like maybe you're not going through something really intense, but you just have like, I don't know, a work issue or... Or something going on with a friend of yours that you just need an outsider's perspective. And Talkspace is amazing for that. They also are in network with most major insurers. So check in on that. Yeah, absolutely. If you got it. Plus, as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Tangents, promo code SPACE80. Spring vibes are in the air, and when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming around your house, you probably want to smell them and not your litter box. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Pretty Litter, you can. Seriously, nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. And I'm serious when I say that the, whatever magic is in those crystals, I cannot smell Anytime my cat will literally poop right next to me and I don't realize that she did it until I hear her litter box start going. It's lightweight, low dust, and one six pound bag works for up to a month. Pretty Litter's crystals also change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, and so much more. Which is super helpful since cats can't talk and that's a important information to have. <laughs> so true. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. I know because whenever I go over to Sierra's, it's there. <laughs> always have some seriously but it's so nice because I don't have to change it as much as normal but I still have some on deck then whenever I do need it and you won't run out and you don't have to go to the store and carry around a giant thing of litter go to prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy that's prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy prettylitter.com slash tangents terms and conditions apply see site for details Let's check and see if we have any sponsors. By the time we reach the hospital doors, my contractions are within a minute and I'm nearly passing out from my blood pressure dropping rapidly with each contraction. The nurses got me in a room right away and called the anesthesiologist immediately. A few minutes later, an epidural is in my spine and I'm semi-relaxed. Highly, highly recommend. <laughs> Do you I plan I on doing the epidural? A... Um, I don't know. Yes hey, and no. Hey, there's okay. no. Yeah, there's no trophy for the pain Olympics. I'll say that because <laughs> I was so like my second one. I'm like, I can fucking do this. I'm going to do it. No epidural. And I got to eight centimeters. And then I was like, what the fuck am I doing this? For? <laughs> Why, Why am I trying this hard? And then after I got it, I was like, fucking, uh, you know, just living life. Mm-hmm. Having a great- and then I actually like enjoy per- Persian. <laughs> I pushed her right out. Pushed her out of where. But my epidural didn't work for no, like when I had Noah, and that was they had horrible. to shut it off for you. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. They had to shut it off uh. because it was like working too well, and then it didn't work at all. So I felt everything. And when I look back, I literally blacked it out. Like 
I can't remember him coming out, mm-hmm. but Sawyer, I was just like vibing. Like her head was out of me and I was like laughing and joking <laughs> with the doctors. Like that's how it didn't was bother Ollie. me at all. I'll so, say yeah. like, but whatever you want to do, I'm just giving the, I don't know. Like I pushed so hard for myself to be like pain free. And then I was like, why or yeah. pain med free, but like, well, that's the thing is like, I think going in with no expectation is better. Is better. Mm-hmm. And I like that there's this idea of saying birth preferences now mm-hmm. rather than birth plan, because like when you deviate from a plan, it feels like, fuck, that wasn't what I wanted, but or like you feel like a like, failure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're like, okay, well, I guess this was what I preferred, but like, mm-hmm. I, okay. I preferred to get the, the Oreo cookie milkshake, but they're out. So I guess <laughs> I'll have the Reese cup. Right. I really want ice cream. <laughs> I was like, fuck, that sounds good. Shit. Anyway. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just so you, you, did you, did you say that you're just kind of like, eh? Yeah. I haven't fully decided. I will probably get one because I am a big baby myself and don't tolerate pain well. So I would just I'll probably have one. <laughs> my thing was, I was like, I'm not going to like go in. Cause with Noah, I went in and was like, yeah, sure. Put it in me. And like, I didn't feel any <laughs> That's pain. also how Noah was conceived. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, sure. Put it in me. <laughs> That'll be fine. Um, but so the next time I was like, I'm not saying I want to do it. Comp- like, it's not going to devastate me if I have to get an epidural, but I am going to try to hold off as long as possible. Um, and, and like, I was proud of myself for how far I got. And I think I did, but then they were like, Hey, we're upping your Pitocin to get these contractions to come sooner. And I was like, Hey, pop that baby in my spine. <laughs> I don't want to feel any more of this. I'm that plus. baby in my spine. <laughs> been like 15 hours of labor and yeah. I was so tired I was Pass. like I don't want to I don't want to feel it anymore so the hypnosis I can give you though does teach you how to make your own <laughs> anesthesia <laughs> great Ooh. you just gotta hold ice sometimes and then your body can simulate the feeling of ice okay in your uterus <laughs> <Good> sure <laughs> Just trust me (laughs) and wear these Nikes. (laughs) Sign here in blood. Okay. Okay. A few minutes later, an epidural's in my spine. I'm semi-relaxed. Here we are. We're back in it. Uh, My midwife was training a doctoral intern in OB that night and asked if he could train on me. Of course. I love students and this isn't my first rodeo. So she has him checking my cervix at intervals, going at a pretty quick pace and getting things ready. But here's the thing. I got to 10 centimeters dilated without my water breaking. That's also what I did. My water, I was at nine and a half and then they finally had to break mine. Like it was freaking crazy. I can't even imagine. It was just like, yeah, it's bizarre. At the Mosby, my dog is scratching himself and shaking the camera. <laughs> I hate everything. Will you come here? My midwife tells the student it's time to break my water and he gets down with a little hook thing to pop it. She backs up quickly to the corner where the door is and waits. Have you ever squeezed a water balloon so hard it bursts on one side? <laughs> the poor intern stood up and absolute, stood up absolutely drenched while my midwife cackled from across the room. Everyone laughed and the rest of the birth was an easy one. 15 minutes of pushing and out popped my second baby. That intern definitely went and changed once his job was done with me. <laughs> and now he has a very fun first delivery story. <laughs> oh, That'll do it. So see, mine didn't like burst like that. I remember my water broke and I was like, plug your ears for this (laughs) I remember being like oh what's up you were just down there for a second lady um 
what what are you doing and I was like did my water break she's like yep I popped it and she holds up the tool that she used and it is like covered in like this gunky stuff and blood and I was like honestly I would have believed you You didn't have to show me (laughs) you had to show me show your work I was like cool pick her it didn't happen prove it (laughs) ew okay I will say like I didn't beat it I don't know if this is like another thing that you're thinking about but it's so weird if you've never experienced having your water break oh yeah to like is am I am I not what's going on I don't I pissed myself so many times Uh, I've done this I've done that part a lot so literally I went to the doctor because I thought I was leaking I left school Uh and I was like cover my classes I'm having a baby and she's like you peep and I'm like great cool can't wait to tell my students can't wait to tell the principal tomorrow when I go back but the the thing I didn't know was that when it does break it does not stop so Mm -hmm. that was like I was like I'm pretty sure that my water broke and then I got a shower and then I got out and it was still just like heavy coming out and I was like no I'm definitely sure now it's been about 30 minutes have a beach oh my towel goodness. on hand yeah I had to sit and get ready with like a towel in in between my but it may middle. not break and that's the other thing is like what's a contraction so, when do I go that was why it was so annoying because with Noah my water broke and so I was like sweet I fucking knew when to go to the hospital with Sawyer I had no clue and I was in like labor for like weeks like dilating yeah. and having contractions weeks. on and off oh I'm uh-huh. sorry well just uh-huh. like me <laughs> Yeah, I was dilated. Just like on and off contraction. I was three there. centimeters dilated for like two weeks or so, but you like don't feel it. You don't no, feel it. No, 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 it. you can't. Like okay. I was just having, it, like at nighttime, I would have heavy she Okay. <laughs> I would have contractions at nighttime and be like, oh, this fucking sucks. And then- Mine were never like that. So it, it, you're going to have your own experience. I'm just saying it's a, it's a big mind fuck. I will say my doctor- put his hand inside of me and and like did baseball signs Uh and um he said that that was going to make me go into labor and it didn't but it did dilate me yeah I mean that's a typical man sticking things up there thinking it's going to do something but doesn't so Uh just throwing that out there absolutely devastating every time (laughs) every single time to everyone involved yeah Oh. Are we are we ready for the next one? Yes, mm-hmm. this one's a fun one. Is it like fun, I fun or not fun? Well, we'll see. Okay, <laughs> okay. So in the story, the brother's pronouns are he him. Mom's pronouns are she her. Dad's pronouns he him. Okay, L- but they don't give me theirs. It's fine. It's not about them. <laughs> okay. Let's set the scene. 1995 September. It was a nice autumn day in Australia for my mother and father until my mother's water broke and my brother, who didn't want to wait any longer, wanted to make his entrance. My mom and dad got get ready for a new baby, drive to the hospital, and after like 10 minutes of waiting, she's put through to get a bed. A bunch of agony later, not the focal point of today's PowerPoint presentation, <laughs> the doctor comes in to check on her and he sees she's crowning. But wait! Not just that, my brother who is still inside my mother's uterus is spinning around and around like wet clothes in a washing machine on the spin cycle. I'm sorry. 
Uh-huh. The doctor freaks out and calls over all the nurses in the room while my dad is just consoling my mom this whole time, not knowing what the fuck is happening. I love you, dad, but you're a bit oblivious. <laughs> nurses rush over and see the top of my brother's head going around and around and around. And they're all wide-eyed and shocked. So they call even more doctors from the hallway and the rest of the paternity wing to see this phenomenon. <laughs> At this point, my dad notices a fuckload of people staring at my mother's coochie <laughs> and was like, hey, what the, what, what the fuck is up? <laughs> so they motioned for him to come look too. So there's upwards of 30 people looking How at How long my- is this kid spinning? Like, he's just like- spinning this whole time. So there's, a- I wonder if he got like suctioned into a vortex. <laughs> <laughs> cervix? Yes. On his way down. And he was like, ah, oh, fuck. Well, in my I just mind, imagine- I feel- you go ahead i was gonna say i feel so stupid because i was like oh my god what about the umbilical cord but that comes out of his stomach <laughs> so i mean it could be it was that like i would worry about that too I'm but in my mind i just imagine like he's in a pool and he's just <laughs> doing he's one of those things help oh yeah they get you to go around yeah. <laughs> just kicking one leg <laughs> he's creating a whirlpool everyone yeah. join um okay so upwards of 30 people looking at my unborn brother, spinning in my mom's vagina. And let's just say mom wasn't up for dealing with that for much longer. And she wanted that fucker out. Now. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. What does that feel like? I, it can't feel good. I'll show you they try the push method. No bueno. They try coaxing him out with their hands, which <laughs> gave me like, come here, come here, this way, this way, they just get like the airplane things out. <laughs> Yeah, spin that this way. Um, sorry, this I thought so I just fucking read peanut butter and I was confused. It's not peanut butter. Okay. <laughs> they use peanut butter to get them out. Clear <laughs> <Lube>. boy. <laughs> Sniff that out. Okay, they try coaxing him out with their hands. Okay, nothing. So they have to grab this big vacuum to suck him out and he ends up coming out with a little persuasion. But he now has a peanut shaped head <laughs> and is just staring at my dad like that eye mouth eye emoji. <laughs> Oh, he's still on the vacuum? (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) My mom's next birth was me and she opted for a C-section. I wonder why. (laughs) Love the pod so much. Look forward to Tuesdays now. Can't wait to watch this episode with my new hoodie I ordered from you guys. Oh, cute. Thank you. What? That's something. I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. That's (sighs) don't worry. I bet that's not going to (laughs) happen. I'll let you know if it does, but I don't think that's going to happen. Seems like a once in a lifetime kind of situation. The amount of time that must have passed and no one was concerned that this woman is crowning. They were just like, this is a medical miracle. Uh, Eddie, get in here. You got to fucking see this shit. No wonder his head was peanut shaped. I mean, if he was crowning. Stuck in the birth canal for so long. Maybe he was corkscrewing himself out. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. I got this. Shirt. I hate that. Oh my! If I'm that woman, I'm furious to th- to this day. That was oh, 1995. Sure. I'm yeah. furious until I die. I hold grudges till for life. So I'll <laughs> remember kids, this. Like, they, they were like, "Oh, come in, yeah." Well, I don't. I don't. I can't do Australian. <laughs> that sounded good to me. Did it? Okay. <laughs> Close enough. Throw some shrimp on this Bobby. <laughs> it's spinning. I'm so upset for this woman and how long this kid was spinning. Yeah, that sounds awful. All right, this next story, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, Graphic? Well, 
this story, I personally reached out to this person. They had already put this story, okay. in, but I w- knew I wanted to share it because they shared this story three in our fangins page three weeks before I had Sawyer. Okay? Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. I so know. here we go. Now I will say a part of me feels like this would make me, maybe I'm just, I'm really just trying to suck up to you because I feel so bad, but <laughs> this would almost make me feel better. Cause it's like, these are so it, it fucking vastly different Yeah, it did that like, me. there's no way that I'm going to replicate one of these. Yeah. Okay. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Here. <laughs> so sorry. Here we go. <laughs> The story starts off, this is my time to shine. <laughs> Hi, hey, my name is Corey, she, her, and I delivered my daughter on the toilet. Yep. And the story gets crazier than that. I this think is my nightmare. Of, is Corey one of our mods? Yes. Okay. I thought so. Trigger warning. This was my nightmare too. And literally three weeks before I had Sawyer, <laughs> this was what I was afraid would happen. And she posts it and I'm like, tight, 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 tight. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but it is a good story. And Okay. I was 36 weeks and six days along and my water broke. Now I knew it broke because I had just gotten up to pee and the gush happened when I sat back down on the bed. So I go to the toilet and tell my husband my water just broke. We call the hospital the whole nine and they say to come in. My husband finishes packing the bags and we drive the short 10 minute drive to the hospital from our house. I'm in triage and the nurse is amazing and super sweet. And she does the pH test, which, which comes back inconclusive. Okay. That happens sometimes. She does this Q-tip test afterward, which comes up positive for amniotic fluid, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. So she tells me your water definitely broke and you're going to be admitted. She leaves the room to arrange me being moved to a room. The fact that she went to the hospital, it makes me furious for what's about to happen next. But anyways. She leaves the room to arrange me being moved to a room and we wait within a couple minutes she comes back and says that actually my doctor wants to do what's called a fern test on me to make sure it's actually amniotic fluid they test the fluid and spread it on a test side and see how it dries so he comes in. (laughs) I I hate that. (laughs) You don't want to wipe anything coming out of me on a test slide. (laughs) I promise you. Let me see that. What's what's that look like? He just is like. I hate, no. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Why? Okay. <laughs> I brought my own sample. <laughs> Here you go. It's just in a cup. Yeah. It's been coming out of me all day. <laughs> okay. What? Where the fuck am I? <laughs> in triage. We're in triage. The amniotic fluid. Okay. So he comes in, does a cervical check with lubrication. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> And then inserts the speculum with lubrication, then takes a swab and tests it. Oh, okay. So I'm assuming because they're saying lubrication, maybe that's why. Oh, maybe, maybe it, because of that is what's why that word called? Um, Cross contamination. I was like thinking um, diluted. <laughs> Made like if it, could it dilute it? Pro- it probably is fucking it is up somehow. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. I like that it was like super medical semi-medical hockey (laughs) (laughs) and that's why i'm not a doctor okay everyone that's the only reason um okay (laughs) they give okay disregarding the fact sorry it comes back later and says that my water didn't break disregarding the fact that i've had multiple other gushes of fluid like since they give me IV fluids and say I'll be uncomfy for a few days and to follow up on Monday. This was a Saturday. They couldn't find contractions because they were super low on me. And also, and also I'm quite fat and that's common for bigger ladies in labor. This is what. Okay. What I don't understand. So 
I had excess fluid with Forrest. Oh my God, yeah. So like- Bitch was carrying out so much fluid inside I of her. So much, I was so wet all the time. <laughs> so like, but when they did the ultrasound, they could measure to see the how much fluid. fluid I had. So uh-huh. I don't understand why they why said they so- Why they didn't measure yeah. the fluid leaking. Yes, why because they did that so, too. So much time testing Maybe. the inside, just do an ultrasound and be like, Maybe okay, let's- want to, like insurance reasons. They didn't want to like, cause you got to pay for those. Do you think they actually care? America. They don't care about that shit. <laughs> no, they don't. No. Okay, okay. Do you know how many ultrasounds I got? Like a thousand. Me too. I got so many ultrasounds. <laughs> if anything, they're like, let me find more reasons to charge <laughs> you, you for something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make you pay more Crank money. this bill up. Um, okay. So they say I'm not in real labor. So I go home in pain and upset and I try to eat and it comes up within minutes. That's also how I knew I was in labor because I was trying to eat and like, I could not keep anything down. Everything was just like, nope, not happening. I even tried to eat on the way to the hospital because I'm like, I know they're not going to feed me when I go in there. And I was just like, this is terrible. I don't want any of this. When they sent me to get induced for Forrest because I had too much fluid, I stopped at Giant Eagle and got like a four pack of donuts <laughs> and I ate two on the way there. <laughs> like carbo loading before I got uh, And then after out. I gave birth, I was like, Shane, there's two donuts in my car. I'm going to need those. <laughs> Don't get those for me. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Oh, yeah. Let's check and see if we have any sponsors. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. I call the doctor's office to follow up and say the pain isn't getting better and I can't eat because of it. They tell me to take nausea medication and focus on being hydrated. It's not easy to do when you're in labor. Um, I have my sister-in-law come over to watch me when my husband went to work because I didn't want to be alone and I was miserable and throwing up. Now it's important to note that I didn't think I was in labor because I was told I wasn't in labor. So I was convinced I was constipated or I had gas and that had to be the pain I was experiencing. I'm so gas- stressed out. <laughs> I'm so sorry for the story. I took gas sex and try to relieve the pain. Tuesday comes and this day, looking back, makes me giggle a little bit. I keep feeling the urge to poop, but nothing was coming out. I was furious. I called labor and delivery and asked for suggestions and they say to get a lubricating suppository and juice and a stool softener, holy fuck, <laughs> to help things move, but not to take a laxative because it can cause labor. Laugh out loud. <laughs> So I order all of these things, take slash use all of these things still with no success. Remember, I hadn't eaten since Saturday, so there wasn't really much to come out anyway. So this just added to my confusion. After a while, I try to drink some broth and I throw it back up. Great. I think I can't even keep water down. It's Tuesday and she hasn't eaten Uh since Saturday. So I call my doctor and say, hey, I can't even keep liquids down now, let alone the nausea medication. They're like, okay. (laughs) I was like, sounds about right. (laughs) 
I was like, should I go in for fluids? They're like, yeah, sure. Cool. Thanks for that. So I have my father-in-law drive me to the hospital because I'm like, listen, I am in, I'm in so much pain. I cannot safely operate a motor vehicle. So he takes me and drop you for sure. So he takes me and drops me off and I go back up to labor and delivery. They don't even do a cervical check. And the nurse is noticeably annoyed that I keep getting up to go to the bathroom because I felt like I had to poop. I even mentioned to her that I felt like a softball was trying to come out of my butt. And she said my daughter was just settling into my pelvis. Now she is early. So that's, I think they probably would have taken her more seriously had she been like 38, 39 weeks. This is not normal. Usually you don't go into labor like before 37 weeks. Well, I was going to, but she's, she was like, at this point, she was 36. What was it? In in six days. Yeah. When she first went in on Saturday. So Uh she's 37 weeks now. At this point. Yeah. But like, even my people, they weren't going to let me. Sorry that I just scrolled that and probably lost your son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever I went in with Sawyer, I was 38 weeks and six days. So not yet 39. And they would not let me go. Like, because I wasn't exactly 39 weeks, unless I was over six centimeters, they weren't going to admit me, even though I was contracting, like contracting regularly and contractually (laughs) obligated to go into labor. (laughs) And I was like dilating. I went in there at like four and I was at a six and then they're like, oh, fucking cool. Now we can admit you. But they were like, because I had to wait until midnight. If I would have waited until midnight, they would have freaking taken me right in and just induced me. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I had my baby. It's fine. We're, this is not my story <laughs> okay um she basically called me a wimp for complaining about the pain they were focused on the nausea while i'm begging for pain medication or something because i was nauseous because i was in pain they say they can't do anything for the pain and give me fluids and nausea meds and send me home my husband makes me some rice and veggies when he gets home and i take a couple bites of that and go to bed i'm up all night going to the toilet and at this point i swear it's hemorrhoids i've never had them before and when i googled it said sometimes they can make you feel like you have to poop so i go on amazon and order stuff for hemorrhoids (laughs) around 1 a.m i'm like this sucks i want to shower So I go to the bathroom again and I'm on the toilet again and grab a wash rag. I try to stand up to go to the shower. My body is like, laugh out loud, nice try. Nope. And I sit back down. After about an hour, I feel a burning where my cervix is. And I'm like, what? So I reach up there and what do I feel? My daughter's head. No, 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 no. I am in shock. Fuck, fuck. This is happening. It's happening right now. For the next hour, my body is pushing on its own every <gasps> contraction. Uh, that is the most terrifying feeling in the entire world. Yep. I have experienced it. Yep. When your body feels like it is pushing and you are not, not in doing control, it, it's like animalistic. Yeah. Oh my God. And in between, I'm dozing off. I'm assuming she's like almost passing out because it's so painful. No, I'm she not- just got tired. <laughs> so sleepy. I am bored as fuck <laughs> delivering this baby right now. <laughs> I'm not able to speak or stand or anything. Around 3 a.m. So this is for two hours she's been doing this. Around 3 a.m. I start to feel intense stretching down there. I reach and feel the top of my daughter's head and I'm crowning. I scream my husband's name. So her husband's just been fucking sleeping this whole Of course. <laughs> Why are you not in the hospital yet? Right? Well, she probably couldn't. She just like couldn't get off the toilet. Oh I my scream God. my husband's name. And I always take my phone with me. That's They probably yeah. didn't have their phone with them. I always take my phone to the bathroom just in case. Same. Like, what if I have a rough time in here and I need to call somebody? Same. You never know. Okay. 
I scream my husband's name and he comes in and I say something about her being on the way. He mentions hospital bags and I say, there's no time you need to come here now. He comes to the toilet area of the bathroom and sees her head and eyebrows up out of me. He helps me stand up and as I stand, my body pushes her out and he catches her. She was born at 3.15 a.m. on September 1st. We called EMS and went to the hospital after about an hour. She's now eight months old and currently laying next to me, falling asleep for the night. I thought she was a hemorrhoid, but I was very wrong. <laughs> we named her hemorrhoid. <laughs> oh, we call her Hemi. And for the record, I've somehow never had a hemorrhoid, probably because your body was pushing for you. My gosh. Does anyone need a box of tux pads? <laughs> oh my gosh. So also, I wrote in the, the Facebook thing that they didn't, ta- she didn't tear at all when she was pushing so here's the thing when I read that immediately I was freaking the fuck out like I'm sure you are and I'm so sorry (laughs) but what made me feel better is knowing that that could happen and like it's okay like that she did it like yeah obviously not ideal but like it didn't end in like a terrible way it's like yeah I just fucking had my kid on the toilet and like what a story (laughs) Uh, well there was a youtuber that I watched had her baby in her hallway (gasps) that Mm -hmm. was always what so here's the thing whenever I my water broke with Noah um, I went in and I was six centimeters already and I was not feeling my contractions at all. So like, I was terrified that like, what if my water doesn't break and I never feel my contractions and then it finally breaks and then it's like too late. And that's kind of what happened. I did feel the contractions, but not as heavily as until they started Pitocin. Um, but it's funny because like the water didn't break until she was literally coming out and it had to be broken. So I'm like, God damn, that could have been me. That could have been me. <laughs> so scary. For sure. Listen, I have... that doesn't, that was obviously like negligent on the hospital's part oh, multiple sure. times, oh, yeah. multiple times. So like that doesn't, I don't think that happens very often. Yeah. Good. But I already have like issues going to the bathroom. Like mm-hmm. it was, we just, this is our first episode we recorded in May. So we went over our April poop schedule. Um, I only <laughs> pooped eight times, nine times in the month of April. Uh huh. Total. Wow. Like I was literally. When I was this is my whole life. I like don't go. I actually oh feel like I go more often now that I am pregnant because he's really? like pushing on my intestine <laughs> yeah. and really helping things move along. Yeah, yeah. But that's like my biggest fear is that I'm just gonna like just shit everywhere when I'm in. <laughs> in labor and like pushing this baby out and like and it's I have such awful poops to begin with I know this is TMI but oh that's what we're here for yeah for ladies in TMI right (laughs) but I have such awful poops to begin with and it's because I don't go very often it is a large amount Uh yeah and I am scared that when I push this baby out, there's just going to be more poop than there is baby Uh uh-huh you'll never know you will never know I'll I'm sure I'll smell it well, that's you what you won't. think. There's so many other smells happening. I promise There's you so much else going on. You kind of leave your body. Yeah, you do. <laughs> okay. Now, now your husband might smell. <laughs> yeah. He better not say a fucking word about that's it. That's what I, I said. I was you. like, I was like, look me in the face. Do not fucking tell me if I poop. And then Don't afterwards I was like, did I poop? And he was like, no. And I was like, would you tell me if I did? He's like, uh-huh. I would have told you that. I'm like, why would you do that to me? <laughs> I told, specifically but told you not to. I said not to. So when I had Sawyer, I, uh, went before they gave me the epidural they were like do you need to go to the bathroom and I was like yeah I've been brewing something <laughs> some gnarly. I, think, I think I need to get it out of me but I I was afraid because I was like I really have to poop but I've heard people say like well that means that you're gonna have the baby but, especially because it was right after literally right Corey after had brother. her baby so I'm like shit um literally <laughs> but 
I was only like, I had them check me before I went to the bathroom. I was only seven centimeters. So I'm like, this fucking, you better not come out. Okay. <laughs> so I went in, I did my business. I was there for so long. Cause I was like trying to let my body just do the work for me. Cause I did not want to push. I was just like, so scared, but the shit that I had <laughs> was so much and so not good that I was like, if this would have came out, I would have been devastated. Yes. hundred <laughs> percent on your poop. Yes. No, but they, my, uh, mother-in-law works in labor and delivery and she, they just like have these little papers underneath you. And anytime it happens, they just like pull them Switch away. Like, you'll okay, never yeah. know. And, and so much else is coming out of you fluid wise that it really dilutes the poop. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. Like, you don't even know that what's makes coming. me feel better, but I'm Forest still terrified in me. Oh, did he? Oh, that's lovely. They, so like, they was had my to, shit. Was it his shit? Oh no, it was very obviously his because <laughs> they had to break my water and um, it was like green. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. It was disgusting and a lot because I had extra fluid. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. So that was bad news bears. I see. I have the opposite problem. I pooped like four times the other day. <laughs> yeah, that's we, Christian we every be, day. We'd be pooping over here. Whenever yeah. our live show was on Sunday and. We went to the bathroom <laughs> to pee right before, and I'm like, "Oh my god, shit just fell out of me!" Like I didn't like, even I mean am to. Shit. I just sat down and I'm pooping. That was not expected. I call them surprise poops because I sit down intending to pee, and then I'm like, "Oh, someone's come to the party." And I was just like in the bathroom with her, and I was like, "It's okay, it's okay. Don't worry, don't worry on my account. Like you're good. You're I don't good. care. Any bathroom no. that I'm in is my bathroom. Yeah, sorry that you're in here too. Yeah, keep the party. Around. How does Christian feel about? the whole thing. He's very nervous. Yeah. He's more nervous than I am. And he was nervous to even like decide to have a baby. Mm-hmm. And he was very just like, unsure about what's going to happen to his body. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, he, he felt the same way when I took in a stray cat, I was like, we're doing this. And he was like, Oh, I don't know. Are you sure? I'm like, you're like, it already lives here. <laughs> We're just going to do it. And then you'll see that it's fabulous. Yeah, and yeah. it is. The cat is great. I kind of so. did that with Corey. Uh, he, he was like, yeah, I wanted to, but like, I kind of really um, moved the conversation there. Yes. Tell everyone you baby trapped him. No, I definitely baby. But no, I just was <laughs> like, hey, listen, my biological clock is ticking and I don't mm-hmm. want my kids to be like 14 years apart. Like let's, and if people are going to start policing my body, I'd like, yeah, I'd to, like to maybe get this over with do it when I have control. Uh-huh. So hundred uh-huh. percent. I didn't know that that was going to happen. Yeah. That was something that shocked me. But anyway, Shane and I were talking about that. I were kind of like, oh, sorry, derailing, but, um, we were on a walk the other day and he was, he's so fucking upset. He saw the Instagram post that I had made and he's been off social media for a while because mm-hmm. he had gotten into it, um, about police brutality with someone that he had grown up to and uh, grown up to grown up with and like really respected. Mm-hmm. And he like went at it with him. And so he's like, I can't be on social media because people that I love, I will totally cut ties with because of how fucking stupid they are (laughs) um just to put it the simplest terms ever Mm -hmm. and so but he knows obviously I'm very active on social media it's like my job it's your job yeah right so he knew that I posted that and he's like I am so fucking devastated and upset because your life was at risk Mm -hmm. and like not only did we grieve a child, but like, I could have grieved my wife, my future. And now all of this is going to happen to these people. And I said, that is why when 
the election results were coming in in 2016, I sat on the couch and I sobbed yeah. because I knew 100%. this was coming. Well, and yep. do you remember how people called us dramatic because of our um, reaction when RBG died? Yep. And I was like, this is why we Literally. had that reaction because it was like, people were like, what's her name? Amy Coney Barrett or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whenever she was elected, like put in, everybody's like, relax. It's not a big deal. And it's like, but it is. And now yeah, this is, is the fucking reason. This is why we were all so upset in the first place, because now I thought about before having another child. And this honestly makes me want to get my tubes tied because I don't even want to, I don't even want to like risk it. Well, especially because we are people who have had miscarriages. Uh-huh. So like both the, of us have had to use like quote unquote means of abortion, right? Like the abortion pill. A miscarriage what, itself is a spontaneous abortion. That's medically what it's called. Yes. So, so like in Louisiana, making miscarriages a felony, making <sighs> people who are already grieving the loss of a pregnancy, then go through, have to try to prove that it wasn't because there are other laws. I don't mm. know about Louisiana, but I know other laws, even Ohio uh-huh. is trying to get to like, you have to prove it. So like, you're going to have to prove that you didn't cause it basically. Honestly, like, my DNA is fucky. Yeah. So like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> are you just lock me up? I guess. I don't know. Right. Yeah. So it, that's what, it, that's what I meant earlier when I was saying that, like reading all this and listening to this while feeling my baby move yeah, is it has to be so hard. surreal. Cause yeah. I, I mean, I, people in my life have had abortions and it's, I obviously support, I'm very pro-choice, right? Yeah. but at the same time, like having a baby move inside me while thinking about all of this is just, it's wild. Yeah. yeah. It's the really duality wild. of it. Yeah, it really is. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think there's like a stigma almost where it's like, well, you have a child. Like I, I used to say I'm pro-choice and people would be like, mm, but you have kids. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And it was, was my, my choice, choice to have a kid. <laughs> that was my choice. You do know what a choice is. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. I, I chose. I'm yes. not saying I, that I want everyone in the world to get abortions. <laughs> like that's not what that means. But like if they want to, then that's, okay. that's between them and their, anything we could go into this. I've been like just spiraling uh-huh. same for days because of it. But yeah, it is something that's really devastating because I think that people, and I saw it a lot on Jerry's status was like, people don't know what the fuck they're voting for. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. especially, especially men, I'm sorry, but like, that's just what was on her status and what I've been seeing recently, which is people were like, yeah, I'm not talking about what happened to you. I'm talking about abortions. And it's like, that wasn't do you not understand that was an abortion that's why we're all so upset are you making me like explain my trauma to you (laughs) right or like medical terminology to justify it like time and place buddy yeah not here but I will I got time (laughs) I I truly (laughs) I felt really vulnerable really like um because I've talked about my losses before but never in a way that's like this fucking saved my life. Mm-hmm. This was mm-hmm. devastating to me. You do not understand the pain that I went through. And it saved, like, saved your children's life because right. then you were able to have, you might not have been able to have your children mm-hmm. afterwards. But I've never talked about it in that way before. I've never shared about it mm-hmm. in that way before. I've always tried to make a positive spin on it. But at this point, it's like, I'm done making it positive for you because it just gives you this wiggle room to feel like it's okay for it to keep happening. Or like you have these like these colored glasses on that are like well no no not what you're talking about I'm talking about this and it's like okay but these laws don't specify that's why it's a problem because it is no there is no black and white it is such 
a vast gray area and that's why like policing bodies and uteruses and medical things i say we like start that. harvesting men's organs <laughs> you want to force women you want to force people with uteruses to give their body to a incubator to, yeah to be an incubator i am gonna take your kidney or part of or part of your I liver need that now we need that sorry hey i'm pro-life and Susie needs a kidney hand it over well, i used to say this because th that so i used to be we totally derailed this but it's fine because it's it needs to be talked about and whatever. hey it's ladies and tangents yes that's what we're here what for we're here for <laughs> correct um so I used to be extremely pro-life, like extremely. We used like, to get in fights about it in high school. Yeah. I, it also correlated with the fact that I was very Christian back then. Mm -hmm. And um, I even wrote like a huge paper in school, like one of our biggest English papers on being pro-life. I fucking failed it, <laughs> but rightfully so, because I did a shit ass job and I didn't know what I was talking about. And because that's the like, teacher was pro-choice. No, but uh, no, I really did a bad job. Like, honestly, it should have been typed up and I fucking hand wrote that bitch. Like, you that's did. how bad I did. I don't think you had a computer. Oh, I did have a good, well, I could have gone to the library. Um, I also waited until the day before to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she just writes God says so really big <laughs> on a paper. Like my reasonings weren't taking into like I wasn't making a good argument for myself. And when I see people now, the things that they're saying, I'm like brought back to that time because it's they're not like you need to give more than just like it's murder. Like because you're not understanding A B C D whatever. Anyways, the biggest thing that changed my mind that I heard about when somebody explained what bodily autonomy was to me. So they said it in a way that was like, okay, let's just say Sierra, your sister, who you love so much in the world, right? She is dying. She needs a kidney transplant. You are the only person in the world who is a match for her. She needs your kidney to survive. I cannot force you to give her your kidney, but you know, the rest of the world knows she's going to die. If you don't give her your kidney, you're even killing if her. Was, if you don't, even if I was dead, even if I was a corpse, she would have to have my written permission to take that organ from me. So why corpses and things like that have more bodily autonomy now than people with uteruses blows my mind. You cannot force somebody to give away a part of their body, their whole body, and let someone else use it or something else use it for a large amount of time. Like it, it's, that's not, you can't do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and like I said, maybe I want to, that's the thing that frustrates me is that now I almost feel like my hand is twisted because I did think that perhaps I would want to in like a couple years, maybe. And now I feel like almost that that choice is taken away from me because I don't want to possibly be a felon if I miscarry again, which I've had two of. So like I'm two for two. That's a really <laughs> fucking, that's not, that's 50, 50 odds, baby. That's not looking yeah. good for me. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just frustrating. What would prison look like with a bunch of people who just miscarried? That a lot of crocheting. Oh yeah. Well, I'd teach them all because <laughs> that's what that's what I did after I had mine, and it honestly made me feel better. Well, see, all right, okay. Oh my god, they just make sweatshops full of people who have miscarried. They're not. That's literally prisons. Well, oh my god, this is some that's handmade the they shit. That's the future <laughs> they want. <laughs> So I'm saying it is very handmade tale. And the thing that's scary about it is that we can joke and be like, because I feel like I have to joke because if I don't, I'm going to cry. Um, yes, but same. you can joke and say things 
I don't even think it's really joking saying it's Handmaid's Tale, but like if you watch the show, that's why they show it wasn't like one big thing that turned it. It was just a bunch of little things, and like this is how it starts. So it's so it's upsetting. Um. Okay. Anywho, <laughs> one more thing. If, if there's any if pro life people are still listening and they're like rolling their eyes so hard, um, I just want to say that in Ohio where we live right now, they're trying to pass a law that criminalizes abortions even for people who have been raped. That includes minors. Just putting that out there. If you are for that, kick rocks. Literally, like mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You're if you're for that, you're not pro life. So if you're still listening and you're wondering why we're so heated, that's fucking why. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, hi, ladies. My name is Hannah. <laughs> she Hannah. Goes, Hannah. And my daughter just turned two on May fifth. She also shares a birthday with the Jerry to my Sierra Haley. Aww. We are also cousins who are best friends. She was the maid of honor in my wedding this past September. I grew up in a small town in West Virginia, about two hours from where you are. Oh, excuse me. There's one giant hospital where basically everyone is born that lives here. <laughs> Love that. Kind of the same here. There's like two. When I went to be induced, the room number I was in sounded familiar to me. So I called my mom and asked what room I was born in. And it coincidentally was the exact same room I was born in. So uh-huh. she was in 227 at Camden Clark for giving my girl Amelia and I a special bond. Aww. That's so cute. I had Sawyer in room 420. <laughs> Hell yeah. I was like, fucking blaze up, baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's so funny because we have talked about how we don't partake we're not against we have it in our life but it's not yep. like something we that we do, do on the regular but like we do talk about it like we do you know it's just fun to do <laughs> yeah um, stay relevant well, I have a question for you do you mm-hmm. have a name have you announced a name or are you keeping it a secret uh we I just want to meet him I want to hold okay. him and okay. see what the vibe is you know yeah. Um, I've got, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got like four names picked out. Oh, cool. Have you shared them? No, not. Okay, I'm okay. As, I am pressure. nosy as fuck okay. when it comes not to publicly. this, but you don't, you don't have to share them with me. I'll share That's them with fine. you when we're done recording. <gasps> yeah, cool. when we're done. Cause okay. I've got, I've got one that I'm like 90% sure that's what it's going to be. <gasps> okay. But like I said, I don't want to like meet him and then like, well, you're not a Henry. You know what I mean? We had two names for Sawyer that I really loved and we knew it was kind of going to be Sawyer, but like I had the, this other one in my pocket that I loved. And when she came out, I was like, oh, she's Sawyer. Like for sure. Yeah. She is. That's what if I, mean. I look at her now and say her other, like the other name I was thinking about, I'm like, no, what was the other name? Eloise. Oh yeah. Which we so, were going to call her Ellie. I, I love Eloise. that name, but can you imagine that in my child? I just don't think that would. No, one her. of my favorite songs is called Eloise. So. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> That's nice. I actually have a really fun story for you guys about baby names. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is my birth story. So my mom, when my mom gave birth to me uh-huh. and so my mom was 16 when she had me, my dad was 18. It was the thing, whatever. Wow. Okay. Complicated story. Anyway. Um, my dad's also a drug addict and an alcoholic has been his whole life. My whole life hasn't stopped, whatever. Um, so when my mom went into labor with me and the whole time that, that she was pregnant with me, my name was supposed to be Kennedy Rose Walzer and she was going to call me Kenny, whatever it was the nineties. And (laughs) (laughs) 
she goes into, <laughs> she goes into labor and my dad is nowhere to be found, whatever. Um, they had no plan. My mom literally had no idea what she was going to do. Literally could have aborted me, but didn't. Thanks mm-hmm. for that mom. And, um, <laughs> she has the baby. My dad shows up hung over as hell, like last minute. Right. And after she, after I'm born, uh, my dad's holding me in the corner of the room and the nurse comes in to fill out the birth certificate. And my mom was so mad because he just kept saying like, we'll figure it out. We, they didn't have a house to take me to. They didn't have anything figured out for when they left the hospital. And my dad just kept blowing her off. Like, don't worry about it. We'll figure it out later. We'll figure it out later. And, um, the nurse comes in to do the birth certificate and she asks what the baby's name is. And my mom says, Erica, my dad's name is Eric. So she names me after my dad. And then she asks for my last name and she gave me her last name instead of his. And then the nurse says the father's name. And my mom looked my dad in the eyes and said, father unknown (gasps) as he's holding me. So my official birth certificate says Erica Rose Kelly, father unknown. And then when I was like two or three, they paid like $400 and had it legally changed. So my official birth certificate has Kelly crossed out and father unknown crossed out and it's filled in with the correct. Are your parents still together? No. Well, okay. Okay. So they were (laughs) together until I was like four or five, they split up. My dad had a child with another woman. So I have a half brother. He's wonderful. I love him. And then my parents got back together, had my sister who's eight years younger than me, who's a menace, but I love her. And (laughs) then they got married. Oh, and now they're divorced. It's a wild ride, but that's like my favorite story about my mom being a petty bitch. I was going to say that is so fucking petty. And I eyes. like technically I named her after you, but I didn't. But yeah, (laughs) father and now, because we don't even know who the dad is. I don't know you. (laughs) Give me that baby. That's Mm -hmm. incredible. So like people wonder why I'm petty. (laughs) Interesting. I don't, I don't know. Comes honestly. Is he still like, are you still in contact with your dad? Absolutely not. Okay. I kind nope. of gathered that from how you were speaking, but I am <laughs> a nosy bitch and I'm like, so what's your, what's your yeah. deal? I mean, if he called me today and was like, Hey, I'm sorry for the way I've treated you your whole life. And I want to do better. You know, let's amend things. I would hundred percent, you know, drop whatever I was doing and try to fix our relationship. Mm-hmm. But I have put myself out there enough times to yep. say like, this is what you've done. This is how you've treated me. I'm not putting up with it. Balls in your yeah. court. And, and he's he the parent. Care, so. so like, that's it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, responsibility. It's what my yeah. therapist said. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't talked to him in th- three years, almost oh, wow. three years. I was physically in the same room with him a couple of weeks ago. It was very awkward. Um, it was celebrating my great grandma's birthday, but I didn't talk to him. So, so I was going to say, wow. so is that how he found out you were pregnant? No, he found out at a party because he overheard my mom, who also went to that party, um, <laughs> telling someone else that she was going to be a grandma. So, and he still yeah. didn't reach out to you after that. No. Well, fuck him then. Yeah. Yeah. No, I invited him now. to my. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I love my new daddies. Yes. Um, 
yeah, I invited <laughs> him to my wedding and he, I wrote him a letter saying like, Hey, you're not father of the bride. You're a guest. Here's the yeah. reasons why. Um, he told me to fuck off and then <gasps> I haven't talked to him since. What? Well, so. fuck him. Wow. Yeah. Daddy, if you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. So I actually celebrate Mother's Day twice. I celebrate yeah, it yeah. in May with my mom on Mother's Day. And then I have second Mother's Day with my mom <laughs> June. That's amazing. Oh, my yeah. Shane's half sister um, w- did the same thing. I was she was say- like, I'm the dad. I'm the mom and I'm the dad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, and what's amazing too now though is like now Father's Day, you can focus on like Christian. And that's yes. Awesome. Yeah. And since Christian and I have been together, which has been like almost 13 years. Um, oh, wow. Were you guys like high school sweethearts? Yeah. Cute. <laughs> okay. It's very Sorry. cute. Christian's whole family is high school sweethearts. His grandma, his mom and dad, all of his siblings married all of their high school sweethearts. No oh pressure. My God. I was going to um, say no pressure. <laughs> yeah. And then everybody in my family is divorced. So that's <laughs> conflicting information there. But as soon as like I got into his family, his dad is incredible, incredible <gasps> father, incredible Aww. grandfather. So I like always felt bad not celebrating Father's Day, but I celebrated with him. Yeah. Um, but like all my social media posts on Father's Day are happy second Mother's Day. And, yes. You know, focusing on my mom, who's an incredible woman. So, Aww. so yeah, that's love my that. birth story. <laughs> I love well, telling I love it. it. <laughs> I do love one. that. That's an amazing story. It is. Mm-hmm. Good for your mom. Okay. Well. We're going to pretend that we didn't have technical difficulties and that everything is still fine. We're putting it out in the universe that when I go to put all of this together, it's great. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh great. God, it's Everything's so fine. good. Everything and like I said, good. if you need me to come back and like do this again, <laughs> absolutely no love problem. To. And love I'm pretty to. sure you guys are only like a five and a half hour drive from me. So like, if I need to drive out. I can do that too. That's not. Are you <laughs> in, well, at this point, I don't think you're allowed to drive that far. Uh, when I was 29 weeks, I went on vacation in North Carolina. So <laughs> don't recommend, but <laughs> I did do it. That's a good point. My doctor was like, don't go anywhere. That's more than an hour away. So I was like, sorry, can't come to Christmas. <laughs> My doctor was like, well, you can do it until 36 weeks. And I was like, I have a history of going into labor early. And she's like, it's fine. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'll be all right. Well, I'm going then. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Last, we're putting it in the universe. Everything's going to be fine. Yes. It's going to be fine. Okay. Last story. I wanted to end on a good note. Okay. Here we go. Cause the other ones weren't good. No, they were so good, <laughs> but this is just like a positive, not so scary for Erica. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. For Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> I just start calling Ken. Could you even imagine though? That'd be so weird. I know. I always think I that I'm like, know. well, my name was going to be Brian. <laughs> Okay, is I it was weird? Gonna, they thought I was a boy. Have you heard us talk about Mario Kart, Erica? Vaguely, a few times. Okay, yes. you very, remind me of Mario Kart, much. Erica. Yes, very <laughs> a much. lot. Yeah. And so the fact that your name is also Erica is wild. Now okay. she's with a C and you're with a K, but mm-hmm. how do you feel about that? Is the K for Kennedy? <laughs> no, that was another because th- my dad's name is Eric with a C. So my mom wanted it to be different. Like I'm, you're named after her or after him, but like you're different. Not really. <laughs> yeah. But the unknown version of him. Mm-hmm. Love that. <laughs> Love it. Okay. So there's trigger warnings for infertility, um, but 
It's okay. This isn't a birth story, but I just found out I'm pregnant with my first and I'm so excited and wanted to share how I found out. I've always wanted to be a mom. I've been planning this for years. I went off birth control three years ago, started to see what happens for a year, and then started tracking my cycles and and trying, trying 10 months ago. I have PCOS and my cycles. Wow. I have PCOS and my cycles were just all over the place. 30 days, 70s. It was 70s. One second. Here we my, go. My cycle's in the 70s. <laughs> and sunny. She's, she's, she's like, fucking <laughs> groovy, baby. Oh, we went weather and I went. You did decades, decades again. Because <laughs> <laughs> remember, you were like, I'm more of like a 60s, yeah. 70s. Anyway, anyway, right, sorry. Okay. 30 days, 70. It was a fucking wild guess every time. My doctor told me that if I didn't get pregnant in six months to come back. Six months went by. I'd started getting 10 day long periods one week after my positive ovulation. And so I made that phone call only to find out my doctor's office just closed and didn't tell me. I called around and happened to find the office my midwife went to. This was in January because I live in a small rural, rural town. That is a fucking hard word to say. Who made up that word? Rural. <laughs> fucking A. Small rural town. I honestly think that people in rural towns speak the way that they do because, because of the word rural. <laughs> That's fair. As somebody living in a rural town, I get it. Right? It's so yeah. fair. Um, the new office got swarmed with new patients and I couldn't get in until April. The beginning of April comes around and I go to my doctor and get on Metformin and get the order for my husband's semen analysis. I schedule it for the Tuesday after Easter. If you know anything about them, semen analysis they can't jizz for two to five days before the analysis so when i got a positive ovulation test on easter hello full moon and goddess of fertility holiday i had him reschedule his appointment we did the deed on easter and eight days later he went for his analysis and the same day like clockwork i started having spotting i thought for sure i was out this has been happening for months so how could i not be out I had a full grieving mental breakdown, scheduled my HSG, uterus infertility diagnosis test. And two days later, I just thought, let me dip this pregnancy test. Maybe this time it's different. And boy, was I shocked when a second line popped up. It was faint, so I thought it was a fluke. But then a second one came up the same. I texted my husband. I like, thought you meant the same. I thought you said the, the same test lines. where it's just like seven lines on the test. Like you oh, you're, pregnant. you're extra pregnant. <laughs> you're pregnant, pregnant. Um, I texted my husband like, babe, I think I'm pregnant, but we waited until after work. I went and got an expensive test and bam, there it was an undeniable second pink line. I ran outside where my husband was working on his Jeep to tell him I was definitely pregnant. Our security camera caught that 10 second moment (gasps) where I got to tell him he was going to be a dad and he hugged me so tight and whispered, we did it in my ear. We did it, Joe. We did it, Joe. With Mother's Day this weekend, we are sending flowers to our moms who both live in different states in different states from us um, with the announcement on the flower card. So the moms don't even know they we found out before yet. the moms. Yeah. I know it's early and anything can happen, but for right now, I'm basking in the joy. We couldn't be more excited. And I think this is my first Mother's Day. Oh, love you ladies so much and can't wait to hear all the amazing stories as a now expecting mother myself. P.S. My husband couldn't remember the phrase bun in the oven, so this bitch has a biscuit and also maybe some bread in her oven. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
congratulations. Ah, congratulations. Yeah, that's, that's so cute. I know. Just like, uh, I like when I read that, I teared up because I like had a vision of what it, like, I don't even know what these people look like, but <laughs> yep. I like, pictured in my head that moment. And I was like, yeah, how did, so how sweet. did you tell, or did you guys find out together? Like, how did that <laughs> moment happen? So I had um, a doctor's appointment that morning for like a medication refill, nothing mm-hmm. about that. And since we were planning this pregnancy, I had extra pregnancy tests like lying around and I would take one like, you know, every couple of weeks, like I had an IUD for five years. Mm-hmm. Um, so then when it was time to get my IUD taken out, like I knew that we were going, I wasn't getting on any other birth control. Right. Um, so that morning I had extra time before my doctor's appointment. So I was like, oh, fuck it, I'm just going to take one see what happens. Mm-hmm. And I like fully, I had taken like four before that and they were all negative. And I knew like, it's only been two months since I had my IUD taken out. Like it's fine. If it's negative, I've got time. Yeah. And I was just brushing my teeth next to my pee stick. And all of a sudden I looked down and it's two lines and I was like, hmm? <laughs> and I was like, what? what? And I turned to my dog Maxine and I was like, I'm pregnant. And she looked at me. <laughs> And she like still doesn't get it. But then um, I, I'm going to need you to have a little bit more excitement. Yeah. Maxine. yeah she literally doesn't care. It has no idea. <laughs> um, but I get back from my doctor's appointment and Christian had brought me Culver's. Do you guys have Culver's in Ohio? Is that ice cream? They it's frozen custard, but they also okay. have like burgers and got cheese it, got curds it. And probably, that but not in like, the town that, that we're we do. in because we're okay. We're rural. We're very rural. <laughs> I mean, same, but like yeah. Culver's is where it's at. Yeah. Um, so he brought us Culver's and we're eating these two. We're getting all these cheese curds. And I looked at him and I said, um, I get all of these cheese curds now since I'm eating for two. Right. And he like did a double take and he was like, wait, what you're pregnant. And I was like, no, I just found out. And he was just like, he like pushed me a little bit, like on the shoulder, like really, really. And I was like, you're stop. <laughs> I'm delicate now. You can't, you can't push me. Don't touch me. No. I'm a delicate flower. Give me your I cheese curd now. Yeah. So I did eat all the cheese curds, but you know. I love that. That's really cute. I love that. Oh my goodness. I did not get a cute one for my second pregnancy because I used that up for my first one that that <laughs> ended in a miscarriage. And so I was like, the second time we had been like trying. So I took a test, but it was like the faintest, faint, faint line that you've ever seen. And I was like, I don't know, just saying, might be pregnant. I don't know. <laughs> don't jinx it, but like, might be to Corey. And he was like, okay. And I was like, but don't say anything, but might be, but don't say anything, but it could be. <laughs> like, she told me over Merkel Polo. I was I like, well, I'm fucking pregnant. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Jesus, kind of what I did to him too. So then two days later, I'm like, I'm just gonna wait two days. I'm just gonna see. And I took a digital test and I was like, okay, 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 okay. Don't like, this is not exciting because you know, anything could happen. And like, it's so fucked up because my brain was all warped to be like, well, this one probably isn't going to last. So I was just like, I went up to Corey and I was like, Hey, just so you know, I am pregnant. (laughs) Um, However you want to feel about that. (laughs) So I'm going to go downstairs and just, again, I am pregnant. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So goodbye. He was sleeping. He was like, okay, cool. That was his reaction. I was like, Tight, 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 tight. Amazing. Love the enthusiasm. They got drunk yeah. and he told his whole family when I wasn't around. <laughs> really? I didn't get to be there for that. 
because oh, I was like, we're not going to tell anybody. And he was like, no, definitely not. We're going to wait. And I was like, okay, cool. And so I took my son for a birthday trip. We went to like a water park Kalahari thing. And uh, I had to tell my, <laughs> this is how I told my mom and my sister. I got in the car and I was like, hey, because at Kalahari, they have like bars that you can drink at while you're at the water park. And I was like, I don't know if we're going to be drinking this trip. I'm just going to say, I'm not, I am pregnant. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to get that out of the way because I don't want Noah to know because we were going to pick him up and I didn't want to tell him yet. So uh, then they're like, what are you kidding me? And I was like, no, 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 no. We're not going to talk about it. It's not even happening and it's fine. And if I get sick on the way up, that is why. Okay. (laughs) Corey called me the next day and he's like, hey, so I did drink with at my parents' house with my family. And I was like talking to his niece and he was like, what would you think about having a little cousin? And his mom was like, what? (laughs) He's like, so sorry. Everybody knows. (laughs) Everyone knows I took Mm. care of it. Honestly, that's probably for the best. It was because I didn't want to, I was like, already had done something big the first time and I was kind of like eh I didn't want to make a big you know yeah (laughs) that's fair I called my mom I like could not wait I was having such a hard time waiting I was so Mm -hmm. excited and I called my mom and I was like it was on her lunch she was on her lunch break I'm like what are you doing what are you doing right now She's like, I'm on my lunch break. What's going on? Like she thought something bad was going on because I'm eating for two. (laughs) Are you sitting down? And she's like, what's going on? I was like, mom, I'm pregnant. She goes, ah, I just sobbed <laughs> instantly. And my mom's a hard bitch. Like she does not cry easily. And she just like full that on baby sobbing. has melted her. Yeah, really. She defeated her. Yeah. You yeah. ever seen Moana? Your baby yes. is like the heart of defeating. Yeah. She went Literally. from Taka never giving you hugs to just like freaking rubbing all up on, you. on that baby. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, don't worry. As soon as that baby's out, I won't care about you again. And I'll, okay, cool. <laughs> That's truly how it happens. <laughs> Did I ever tell you? Uh, there's no way. Maybe my mom will listen to this and maybe she'll yell at me. But so after my two losses, um, I am a very contrary to popular belief. I'm a very private person when it comes to my emotions. <laughs> so, uh, like when I'm feeling them, I'll talk mm-hmm. to you about them after, after yeah, but, same. um, after my miscarriages, I was like, like putting on a, a brave face, kind of just like, everything's fine. Very positive. And my sister was living in Arkansas at the time. And, um, she had ordered a a wedding dress and it came in way too small. And so she was like having a meltdown because the person basically wrote down the measurements wrong. And so my mom's like, we're getting on a plane. We're going to Arkansas. We're getting Sam a new dress. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) So she bought us tickets to Texas and then rented a car so that we could drive from Texas to Arkansas because she was hoping that on the five hour drive, I would open up to her (laughs) and on this drive, (sighs) that's my, on on this drive, she starts talking to me about children. And I was like, honestly, at this point, like Shane and I just want to focus on each other. We are potentially wanting to move out West. Like we're, we're not putting any pressure on it. Um, and knowing that like my body just might not be able to do this. It's not something I want to keep putting myself through. And she's like, I will carry your baby. Yeah, and I was that. like, I offered to, <laughs> I said, well, okay. My mom had breast cancer. She uh, is on medication uh-huh. for like a very long time. And I said, mom, you would have to stop taking your medication, <laughs> like your cancer medication. Uh-huh. And she's like, I know that's fine. And I said, okay. And she goes, it's not like I'm leaving the baby without a mother. 
And I said, no, you're leaving me without a mother, you fucking weirdo. I was like, what do you mean? Absolutely not. No. I'm not letting you carry my baby. My God. I forgot that she offered to do that. Yeah, so there's that story. My mom also offered to do that, but what I haven't had it? any issues. So like, but my mom is only 43. Like she oh, is so of reproductive yeah. age. Yeah. And like- but the idea is still a fertile like, bitch. Please don't. <laughs> right. Don't. Do that. Thank you. Yeah. But I, let's see if Love I can do it on my sentiment. own first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Could Why you, you just babysit instead? Carry- <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. It's all about carrying my kid. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. I also don't want to be indebted to you for my entire life. My mom said that all the time because she was like, I loved being pregnant. I had the best pregnancies. And I'm like, mm. so every time that I would complain, she'd be like, well, I didn't experience that at all. I loved oh, my yeah. pregnancies. And I'm like, Liar love that for you are you yep. enjoying pregnancy now yes um, yeah, see that's how I felt too my first trimester was awful I was sick constantly I lost over 20 mm-hmm. pounds in my first <gasps> trimester wow. and I still haven't I'm still four pounds down like I haven't gained all of it back yet wow. but I still have two months of my pregnancy left I am sure right. I'm about to gain it all back it was fine I gained 13 pounds in a week one time when I was yeah. pregnant <laughs> That's you fully what I'm fluid. expecting. I did have extra fluid. <laughs> yeah. Water weight. <laughs> so yeah, my first trimester and like even a couple weeks into my second trimester, I was fucking miserable. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I ain't gonna do this again. But <laughs> yeah. now I'm all, I'm I'm living my best life. I'm having a good time. <laughs> While I was pregnant, and then even like postpartum, me was like, I will fucking never do that again. And now six months out, I'm like, I could do it again. I know she was like, <laughs> I really, I didn't have that bad of a time. And I'm like, uh, we have recordings of you talking about how much you hated it. So shut up. Like, it's so weird what your brain does because my uh-huh. brain is like, honestly, it wasn't that bad. You really enjoyed That's it. And I was like, I think I dissonance. did. I think I did enjoy it. Uh, yeah. Even, even saying like, oh, my first trimester was awful. I'm I was so sick, but like, I could do it again. That wasn't that yes. bad. <laughs> right? I could do it. Pass. But then I would be laying on the, I guarantee if I got pregnant again, I would just lay on the floor and cry. Like I did what pass, I, pass, I pass. literally was like, had like, why did I do this to myself again moments? And then I, I'm like, no, it'll be fine. I accidentally got pregnant with Forrest, um, who's my second. And uh, it was way earlier than we anticipated. I was late for my period every month. I was three days late and every month I panicked and took a test. And then my period would start. It was almost like, honestly, capitalistic conspiracy. (laughs) So big, big pregnancy test, (laughs) big pharma (laughs) is making my period late. So on Christmas day, I was three days late and I had an extra pregnancy test and I took it. And then it immediately, like before I even pulled my pants up, two lines. And I went, oh, no. (laughs) Ollie wasn't even one yet. Yeah. It was two days away from his first birthday. And I walked out and I was like shaking and I just showed it to Shane. And he goes, "Um, are you joking? And I was like, (laughs) why the fuck would I kid about this? And where would I get this from? (laughs) Absolutely not. This is not funny to anyone, but- Anyway, this has been fun, guys. This was fun. <laughs> How fun was this? We should do this I again. Loved this. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Yes. Thank you for having me. This was yeah. so exciting. And I feel like I was just hanging out with best friends for like the last two hours. It was super cool. Oh. Same here. Yeah. Well, 
Um, thanks so much for hanging out, everyone. Uh, we love you so much. We will see you next week. All right. We're out. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, bye. love a classic chocolate chip cookie. Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact, with semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch. It's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie, and fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.